are live with another episode of Comic Talk. This is the show brought to you by The Key, where we talk about this week's releases of comics. New DC comics come out on Tuesdays. New Marvel comics and indie comics come out on Wednesdays. And we're here on a Thursday, March 24th, 2022, to talk about this whole week's releases after we've binged as many as we can. I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira, and today... I have two awesome guests. Awesome guests I've been looking forward to seeing because uh, it's maybe been a while. I'm not quite sure. Uh, we got Ambrosia Kep. You may know her as Comics and Cupcakes on TikTok. Ambrosia, how are hey, you doing today? I am wonderful. How are you? I'm doing good. When was the last time you were on the show? I lose uh, Like February, February, like beginning of February. February 3rd, I think. So it has been a while. It has been a while. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Welcome back. You're always Thanks. Thanks for having me again. Thanks. I'm excited. Yeah. Then we got Danny McGowan. Danny, how you doing? You may know her. What? On TikTok is Danny McGowan. What a shock. Um, yeah. Hello. Um, yes. Thank you for having me on. How are you? I'm doing good. But enough about me. Why? Why? No, I'm asking you how you're doing. You having a good day? <laughs> yeah. It's, um, you know, it's nighttime for me now. So it's been a pretty solid day. Yeah, it's um, almost actually, the next day for Danny. Yeah, it's actually officially the next day for me. So oh, is it you know. is it twelve oh six over there? It is twelve oh six. So you know what I just found out is that that Greenwich Mean Time doesn't turn to British summertime at the same time that we do daylight yeah. savings. Yeah, it's there's like a Sunday. week or two. Yeah. What? Yeah. So you guys are seven hours ahead of us, but in a week or in a couple days, you'll be eight hours ahead. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. And before we switched over, we were eight hours difference. But then we switched over and like two weeks later, then you switch over. So this weird yeah. gap of like seven hour difference. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I don't know. Random times. I was but... gonna say time is weird. You you say random times, but you literally your time zone created time zones. It's true. It's true. I am the time zone. What? <laughs> All the time zones I measured against. <laughs> it, it's true. Yeah. Greenwich Mean Time was like is plus zero because mm-hmm. it created and the prime meridian runs through uh, that time zone. Um, but not that you're in Greenwich, you're in uh, no. Glasgow. Yes, correct. What's it been like uh, watching Batgirl from outside your window? It has been Wait. so cool. So they're filming Batgirl in Glasgow. Um, if you may have seen a couple of weeks ago, I went live on TikTok and was on my balcony filming the filming Stop. of Batgirl. Um, so it's it is it's really cool. I felt the heat of Firefly. So you know how many people can say that? <laughs> Whoa, um, it's dude, been really cool. That is so cool. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Do you actually uh, feel the fire? Oh, ge- yeah, genuinely, it's like real fire. Um, they, so the way my balcony, they had the fire truck drive right past it while Fireflies got his little like flamethrower and it was yeah. like genuinely like right below our balcony. So it was fiery. That's, <laughs> that's, that's so crazy. cool. I thought it was super cool. I think I saw some of those videos and uh, yeah. I, I think it would just be cool to walk down the street and be like, oh yeah, that used to be like um, the, you know, the, 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 the deli that like I go to, but now it's like Gotham's deli. Yeah, yeah Dude, exactly. That is so cool. Yeah, no, I, it's, it's also like just really interesting how much work they put in to everything for such like 
like a six second shot in the movie right and like it's like they film it like for like three four hours kind of thing and then like they go on and like they make sure everything like looks right like they painted all the obviously we drive on the other side of the road um so they painted wait the, the underside the other <laughs> the, the other side of the road <laughs> the under, like we drive on top of the road you guys drive underneath. yeah we we you know we drive inside the the pavement yeah um but yeah so they, they had to like paint over all the like symbols and everything and like switch them around and then like paint them back for the next day when the roads are open that's oh so gosh. funny so yeah and then that's... here we are like we critique like everything and yet like they put so much effort into just like making it with like the things that they have and we're like probably like one set designer who's like no one's gonna notice that and then like six months later on tiktok someone's like this isn't right to gotham (laughs) yeah 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 like i'm just thinking about all the differences between like your neck of the woods versus ours and Mm -hmm. it's like hey this is falcone's tire shop but it's like t-y-r-e and it's like no it has to be t-i-r-e this is america yeah yeah exactly (laughs) um that's that's super cool that's super cool what's i mean okay both of you are super cool on tiktok you guys are doing your thing um and like obviously i met you guys through tiktok and and through being first a fan and a follower of your guys and then bringing on here um we do got to get to the comics that came out this week but Uh, Again, for anyone out there who is watching us, you're watching our live stream on volume on Twitch on YouTube, volume.com slash The Keeg Show, twitch.tv slash The Keeg Show, youtube.com slash The Keeg. But if you're listening to us, you're listening to our beautiful, beautiful voices, you're listening to us uh, on uh, via podcast, wherever you get your podcast from. So digest us however you want. We're here uh, to talk about this week's releases of comics, but definitely go follow uh, Comics and Cupcakes and Danny McGowan on TikTok. And the Keeg. Oh, and you know, and the Keeg. Uh, we're, we're on TikTok too. The Keeg Show. I've been trying to post more lately. Good. Um, so I've been posting like one to two a day um, of just randomness. But you know, they're in my drafts right now and my drafts are almost dry. So I gotta, I gotta rack them up soon. Um, well, and then apparently they're gonna like get rid of our drafts soon. That was no. like the rumor. No. But yeah, everyone was like crying about that. Cause no I'll be honest, gonna. I don't have a ton of drafts. Yeah. But like, I, I, apparently a lot of people do, and there was, like, a rumor that, like, the next update, they're going to get rid of your drafts. And people they wouldn't like, just do that, because they warn you not to delete, that if you delete the app, your drafts get deleted. They mm-hmm. warn you that, so they obviously care about your drafts, right? Maybe. The drafts are content. That'd be horrible from an app yeah. point of view. You need content to keep TikTok going, and if you get rid of people's uh, content, that's not good for the app. Um... I want to know your guys' picks of the week. We got we got we got DC comics that came out today. We are uh, this week. We got Marvel and indie comics that came out this week. Uh, we got we got Action Comics ten forty one, Detective Comics ten fifty eight. We got uh, uh, Robin number twelve and Rogues one. That's on DC's side. We got some Star Wars comics on Marvel. Doctor Aphra nineteen, Darth Vader twenty one. Uh, we have some uh, uh, Devil's Reign tie ins. We got some Spider Man related stuff. Um, and then we got like indies, Department of Truth 17, Godzilla vs. Power Rangers number one. What, out of everything that came out this week, what is your number one pick? Uh, okay, I'll go first. Yeah. Uh, I, I liked the Rogues. I think, like, I didn't read too much GC this week. But, but you read Rogues one. number one? Yeah, and it was so much fun. 
It was I like good. It. I have my opinion. Ooh, let's hear it. About it. I okay, like it. I like it. Okay. But uh, for anyone out there who doesn't know, DC has this imprint called Black, uh, Black Label. Black Label. And it's their imprint. And if you don't know what an imprint is, it's when um, a comic company has kind of like a different brand, kind of like um, what's comparable in another industry. Oh, uh, oh. Uh, uh, okay, so, so like Coca-Cola, right? And then Coca-Cola owns Sprite and like Sprite's its own thing, right? You don't mix Coke and Sprite. So like, but Sprite is welcome to do whatever it wants to do, right? Uh, so imprints are kind of like that. So like DC has, or in the past had Vertigo. I don't think Vertigo still exists. Um, but DC in the past has also had um, Young Animal. That was the Gerard Way related stuff mm-hmm. um, and, and whatever. And each imprint is kind of its own thing. They either can be a separate universe unto itself or just an excuse to do something different. So Black Label is like adult oriented, non-continuity stuff. For the most part, non-continuity. It's out of continuity. Um, and, and I think as a continuity whore, as I am, as I've talked about in the past, I like what they're doing with these one shots and whatever or these like limited series that are out of continuity but at the same time like i don't like them because they're out of continuity like i love the rogues i love the flashes rogues i just would have liked what if this story was a little bit tweaked a little bit and it was made in continuity um now is this this isn't just a one shot is it no it's okay no no because it ends with like leading up to something. I think it's probably three. Right. A lot of these black labels are like three, you know. I don't know. There are some black series that are going on into like. Uh, well, Batman into- Catwoman, right? Yeah. That was like 12 um, issues. Mm-hmm. What else? Um, then we have like Soul Plumber and stuff. And that's like. Is that black label? DC black label? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice House on the Lake is also black label, right? Yes, mm-hmm. yes, and that uh, we're on issue like twelve, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, and no, the... no, we're on issue no. seven because it ends That's at twelve. It? Oh, it's two six that issues, I think. That that makes sense. Okay, the but still, wh- it ends at the twelve. White Knights, the White Knight stuff as well is black label. Yeah, um, and that's but... its own continuity. Mm-hmm. That makes sense though, because I think okay, White Knight specifically, I'm like. They've literally carved out a section of the multiverse, essentially. Its own continuity where they're like, yeah. this is the truth of this universe. Let's move forward and like tell other stories. So they've done like sequels and spinoffs and stuff in yeah. that White Knight yeah, yeah. universe. This rogue thing is just like, eh, let's age the rogues up 10 years and just show how like shitty they are. And, you know, it was and a I, good book. It's a good book. And I think book. that's why I liked it. Because I am all for, um, like, I love reading things are uh, re, when we haven't seen them in a while and they like revamp them and we see older characters because like we don't see aging as much in comics all the time. And this was, I love the B squads and the like underdogs and like, that's what they are. And that's like, I don't know, I just relate. I mean, I don't really, but like, I was just like, I shoot for the underdog and I just see like a huge underdog in that aspect. So yeah. I thought it was fun. And I think it's different than what we've been seeing in comic books. So. Yeah. Is that why it's your number one pick? Because yeah. like, it's kind of like a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Yeah. 
having like a yeah and the fact like I like the idea that like a writer can write these books and not have to worry about the continuity like I appreciate that I'm like okay I get that that works Um, well and I think like I read them as uh like and I I think when you like I also read a ton of independent books and none of those are really in like continuity yeah sorry words are hard today um and so you kind of just take them as it is and that's how I felt like this comic was I liked it yeah that's fair uh I liked it um I liked it I just I don't know I don't know there's something because uh I'll be I'll be honest what's affecting my um my my uh like of of this or like affecting my view of black label right now is because of what happens in human target number six. Oh, have you, you been keeping you up with it? human target no yeah. i i stopped after issue one um this is not my pick of the week but can we talk about it yes absolutely okay we're gonna it's gonna be a little out of order as far as that's concerned human target number uh, human target is a limited series also black label written by tom king um it's cool he's been doing a lot like tom king does like he did the vision series he did the adam strange series he did the rorschach series he's been tackling a lot of like you know characters that don't really get their own ongoings and doing a limited series based off of it that being said this human target book is out of continuity it seems like it's in continuity up until a certain point and then like a couple issues ago And then it's like, okay, that's weird, but could it still be in continuity? And then, like, in this issue, something big happens. And um, are you guys going to read it? No. I didn't like it. I tried. I think I read issue one and two, and I just, I couldn't get into it. It's kind of like a mystery kind of noir. It's kind of, yeah, it's very noir, actually. Uh, Because it's like the femme fatales and the, and the, the, the assassins and, like, just, like, trying to poison someone to death and, and there's an overarching mystery um but i like it i i just kind of felt gross after this oh, issue um, really yeah so, and that it, sucks because like that's not a feeling that you want to feel after reading a comic yeah. like you don't want to be like wow i feel gross uh it, it's not a it's not a same grossness as like when i read garth ennis stuff because that's why i can't read garth ennis stuff but um in this issue uh okay so basically like christopher chance is the human target and he's dying and so he's spending the last couple days last week of his life uh trying to figure out who's who killed him or at least poisoned him accidentally he was accidentally poisoned uh figuring that out and then um he's fallen in love with ice from the justice league international um um team so he's fallen in love with ice they're having sex a lot uh they're meeting up but Guy Gardner comes in and he came in a previous couple issues ago being like, like, baby, what are you doing with this guy, baby? And like, kind of like a weird jockish thing. And it doesn't seem, it's, it seems misguided, but I don't know whether it's all out abuse originally, but in this issue, like, he's just like, what are you doing with this guy? He like, he comes back again. And then he's, and then she's like, you got get out of here get out of here and like he's like not doing that and then like she throws ice at him and then oh. he i think throws a punch i'm not quite sure uh but they end up fighting and then they're like christopher chance distracts him to to a point where ice like freezes him 
and then Christopher Chance punches him in the face and shatters him and kills him. What? Well, that's an escalation. I right. know. I'm so like, okay, so I'm getting it. Like, it makes sense if he's like this abusive ex kind of situation. But I don't think of Guy as like that because I think of incontinuity guy. And so yeah. him dying like that kind of made me be like, I get that it's out of continuity. But again, I wish this story was in continuity. That makes sense. It didn't have to happen that way. <laughs> but it did. Yeah. So anyway, that's my that's my thing. Not pick of the about. week. Okay, that it's makes sense. You know, it's not it's not my pick of the week. But anyway. Uh Danny, you have any thoughts? Um on uh on 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 human target? I or black label or things being um, in continuity. I so I really like the black label books. I will say there's earning so much Tom King that I can take. I'm reading Batman Catwoman right now, and that's about as much as I can do of, of, of Tom King. I think he typically has really great conceptual ideas. I don't typically enjoy his execution of 90% of what he writes, but I know a lot of people like him, so it is what it is. Yeah, um, I realized a long time ago I like Tom Taylor better. Yes. If we have to pit that. the Toms against each other. Yes. You know. <laughs> Yeah. So. Danny, what was your pick of the week? My pick of the week was excess of or oh, ten deaths of Wolverine. Yeah. Is it an X or is it a ten? Who it knows? is ten now. Um, That's what they've been doing. They're like, what is the meaning of this X? Like throughout all their X titles, they're like, what is the meaning of X? And like, how does it tie in? So they yeah. they do explain it in this, right? What it means? Did you catch that? I did it, not. Was that in X deaths or was that in X lives? It's in X deaths. They 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 show basically. Um, it's the ten deaths of that Wolverine has experienced. It's not ten deaths of Wolverines, but it's the ten characters that died. They they only talk about a couple of them, but like they're it's, it's, right, right. It's like yeah, the, yeah, I I I did read that that little that it, little. Oh yes, it is titled Excess. I see that now. Um, I didn't read the I didn't read the title. Yeah, um, so it's like 10 the... deaths of these other characters. I don't know yeah. how it works, but whatever. It's like one death Jean Grey, one death uh, Laura, <laughs> one death Dakin, right? It's kind of what that X deaths of Wolverine means now. Classic. You know, kind of how like it was House of X powers of 10. It's like, what does yeah. the X mean? And X means 10. But like, they did that same thing here, but it's different. Interesting. Yeah. What'd you think of it though? Oh, it was so good. This book has been great. So, so 10 Lives of Wolverine and 10 Deaths of Wolverine have been coming out weekly, alternating weeks. Yes. Um, this was the final one of both. Um, X, the last final X Lives came out last week, but it all concluded. The entire story concluded this week. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize that it was going to be as story important as it was as a book like because I feel like I assumed that it would be a Wolverine book and it's not a Wolverine book it's a Moira book um right. so it's but it it was so good um and everything that happened I was just like turning the pages being like ah! um yeah. so <laughs> that was kind of that was kind of my experience reading Excess. Did you like X Lives? I didn't like X Lives. I like X Lives. I yeah, I mean, Excess was was the significantly better title. 
X Lives, I think you could easily skip and not really miss anything. No, not at all. Um, so, but it was an interesting read. I liked with X Lives, I did like the Mikhail Rasputin bit yeah. at the end, um, but it felt like a really wavy kind of way to get to that point, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then the, the tenuous connection at the end of X Lives where it's like, oh, you are invading the island. Oh, it's X Deaths. Um, Wait, what is the connection between X Lives and X Deaths? I didn't think there was one other than that, that Wolverine's incapacitated until the finale of X Deaths. Yeah, so there's also like the Cerebro Sword stuff happens in X Lives, and that's that's genuinely it. Yeah. Um, and then at the at the very end of X Lives, they're like, "You're attacking the island, Logan. You need to go defend us against you." Yeah. Um, and that that was Link. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I I liked X Deaths. Didn't like X Lives. Um, I'm also confused about the ending with Moira in X deaths. Okay. She, she dies and then becomes a sentinel. So she made herself so she made herself a robot in number 4. Like that was something that she she calls herself augmented intelligence and she her arm is is and right. she updates her and she updates herself to be like robot so like, she cuts off the the warlock part, right? Yeah, so that's in XS1 yeah. or XS2 maybe. Uh, and then she yeah. and then she goes to a lab and gets a robot arm and yeah. then decides to augment augment herself, becoming augmented intelligence okay. rather than artificial, artificial intelligence. And she says that that's the true next step. Um and then subsequently doesn't die. So then yeah. when she dies, she it like spreads kind of like how warlock would have spread or a techno-organic virus yeah yeah i i i guess that must be let's see that's this last page yeah yeah that sounds about right okay all right okay <laughs> did, we, did, you, did you read it yeah i'm just yeah yeah it's not my favorite inferno was like one of my tops out of x-men miniseries because um, what x-men titles came out this week uh Excessive Wolverine, Wolverine Patch. I didn't read that. Um oh, I didn't either. Devil's Reign X-Men 3. I read that. Um oh wait, Devil's Reign. Oh, X Men 3. I did not read that one. Yeah. Um the X titles are a bit slow right now because they they're doing the whole thing. A lot of them have release, finished right? and they're they're starting up again next month. Yeah. Um I gotta, I gotta say what my, what my uh, pick of the week, pick of the week is, and if you guys know me, um, we've again, uh, oh, this is the the one year anniversary of Comic Talk. Uh, we premiered on a Wednesday last year, the same day, three twenty four, three twenty four, two thousand twenty one, um, and uh, this is the one year, literally the one year anniversary, um. And so we've talked about stuff a lot and I've had you guys both on this show a lot. Uh, I don't read too many indie comics, right? Like I love my Marvel, I love my DC, I love my like continuity of both universes and I love expanded universes. That's kind of what I like. That being said, who turned- Is one of your pick of the week is an independent? Yes, who turned me on to Department of Truth? I did a TikTok on it. Was it you who turned me on to it? 
I hope so. I don't know. Maybe. I read it a lot. Yeah. Okay. Department of Truth was one of your pick of the week? Department of Truth 17 is my pick of the week. Really? Um, I, I binged this a couple days ago because I saw that Department of Truth was coming up. And I'm like, yeah. let's see if I could read 16 issues to get to Department of Truth 17. And in the and first couple issues scared me. I did a TikTok oh. on how it scared me. Oh, I didn't watch. Maybe I didn't see that. Um, yeah, I did a TikTok on how it scared me. It's it's just kind of scary. The premise that like the ideas and the beliefs can can reshape reality if it's enough of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this issue, it really hits that home. And and that's the type of wonky time travel-y, not even, if it's not time travel, but it's kind of in a weird mm-hmm. way in this issue. You read it, right? Uh, no, you I haven't. Read, you told me you were going to read it. I know, and then I didn't get to it. You don't want me to say what's going on then, huh? Oh, no, you can. You all right with that? Oh, yeah. Danny, I'm also, I'm does also Danny read kid. Department of Truth? I read the first two volumes, and then I was like, oh, I can't. I usually really like Tinian, but I just, like, did not vibe with Department of Truth at all. Was it the artwork? I know a lot of people struggle with the I artwork. I think, I, so I, I, I think the artwork really worked well for the theme, but, like, I, I, I don't even think it was the artwork. I think it was that I was reading it, and I just, like, was getting to the point where I was like, ooh, pretty art, and then I was like, oh, I have no idea what's happened because I haven't been reading the words, um, and that's kind of just where, where I fell with Department of Truth, so. No, that makes sense. It's wonky, like, metaphysical spiritual weird shit mm-hmm. and it made like it was i don't know it was so weird to me in the beginning i was like i am creeped out it's just creepy i think that's why i like it you like creepy stuff i do i do yes i do it's, those it's, are my favorite it's funny you, you which is be- probably why i like the black label so much because like we get like refrigerator full of heads and like soul plumber and you know, I'll like the weird nice shit. house on the lake, which again, oh. that's another one that I've been reading. I don't, so I mean, I consider it independent, but it's not. I know it's DC Black Label, but as far as but story, it feels like an independent book, and yeah. it's because it's also Tinian who also does most. He does a lot of independent stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in yeah. Department of Truth, in this issue, it's about the uh, the Nixon administration going to the moon, and okay. it's. Basically, the plot of this issue is the Americans can't figure out how to go to the moon. But because belief affects reality, they do fake going to the moon. Convince, then it convinces the world we went to the moon. And then it rewrites reality that we did crack the equations to go to the moon so that, in fact, we did go to the moon. Oh, dude, I, I should have read that to my class right now. We were working on conspiracy theories. No, don't don't teach your class conspiracy theories. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay, we're talking about how to debunk conspiracy okay. theories. So we're using this as like an editorial unit on how to find factual evidence oh. and like how to do actual research. Are you, so your kids we, are old enough to be like, that's a lot of comprehension. Yeah, this is my eighth grader. So mm. I teach sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. Like my, I teach like a wide variety. But, uh, and we teach, like we, we just thought 
got done teaching about the moon landing and like we watched and like read like conspiracy theories about like how we didn't actually do it but then we read like a ton of articles debunking all those false claims and everything right no that's how we teach conspiracy theories um because and then i'm also like but also guys let's talk about the lizard people well they i mean they do talk about the lizard people but uh i the reason is is okay if i was a kid and i was reading this comic i would it would start affecting like me being like oh my god that's like a like could be a real thing what if that's true uh and then like i would just get carried away because like when i watched the the super okay this is weird the super mario brothers movie the one that was in in the 90s oh i love that one the premise of it is that an asteroid came like the asteroid that killed the dinosaurs didn't kill the dinosaurs it hit the earth shunted the dinosaurs into a parallel dimension where they evolved into humans that's the premise of mario the movie oh and i guess so, i missed that as a kid it's literally the first minute <laughs> and then they're like that's why they have to like the evolution ray and the de-evolution ray or whatever anyway as a kid i was like yep yeah, that's what happened to the dinosaurs that's what happened that's what i'm gonna believe in. oh no i'm gonna believe it uh that's what i was like as a kid and so this would have been like oh yeah 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 belief i gotcha um and so uh yeah oh anyway what i was gonna say is that on the message boards there are people conspiracy theorists people being like but that is true though and it's like you idiots i mean there's also people who are like it's a con this whole book is a conspiracy theory to like delegitimize like genuine things to make us think that they're conspiracy theories but this is a real conspiracy theory and it's like big comic book is you know lying to us big or whatever comic book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the billion the multi-billion dollar industry that is print media yeah, you know <laughs> of course of course <laughs> um but they it, they tackle it so well in department of truth it does make you be like okay but then they but then they tackle the fact that that tackles that and they go because there's there's an issue of department of truth where they're like all right this is the cause and effect of these conspiracies of kennedy is assassinated by the deep state and then it goes into like but then at that point they fake a birth certificate for a young obama blah 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 and they go step by step to what actually like the weird conspiracy is where every president after that is connected and then they go, at first glance, this seems legitimate because we follow the steps. But if you research anything any deeper, it gets, it falls apart. Epstein's not linked to Obama. Like we don't have that like sort of thing. But if you say he is, and you say that there's logical steps, there's this whole thing. Anyway, it's a mind trip. Department of Truth is a mind trip. And this one, they fake the moon landing in order to reshape reality that they didn't fake the moon landing. Ooh, I'm excited. Uh, yeah, it was it was crazy, and I cool. It's like almost a one shot. This issue could just be read as a one shot. I feel like to read it. I feel like a lot of the issues could be too. They it's because well, this issue takes place in the past, so it doesn't follow those main characters that are in the present too. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, that's exciting. Yeah. So uh, definitely check it out. That's my that's my pick of the week. Um, are there any books to stay away from this week? Oh, to stay away from. You know, anti uh, anti picks of the week, 
dicks of the week. No. Oh, I like that. What? The the dicks of the week. I don't want to say it. I don't want to call it that. Because I'm going to have to brand that, and I don't want to brand that, you know? No, I get it. Um, Um, Any ones that, like, were kind of a letdown? Oh, okay, this is random, but um, for some reason, I thought that you were talking about deep target and not human target. Oh. So that's why I was really thrown off when you were talking. I don't know. I was just thrown off the whole time. And I'm oh, you're talking list. about Aquaman and Green Arrow deep target. Yes. And then I was like, this sounds nothing like what I, I didn't, read. I read the first couple of issues of that and it didn't keep my interest. Yes, exactly. That's okay. why I stopped reading it. And then okay. you're, you're talking about human target. And yeah. I'm like, this sounds really good. Why did I not like it? because you're thinking about yeah that isn't that's funny okay (laughs) um i i wasn't if i haven't really been a fan of savage spider-man uh we're only on issue two i'm surprised Um, you stuck with it you didn't like issue one either right no yeah but i i keep up with it like just to like maybe i don't know like second chance yeah yeah yeah, maybe like issue one was just kind of like a like blah but then issue two is gonna be like really cool and it hasn't been really cool um i i could be the only one uh and i'm all for like people who if, if you love it that's why i love like so many different diverse readers because you know not every book is everyone's cup of tea i it savage spider-man hasn't been my cup of tea yeah at all i i feel like the character development is just like but I, Baron uh, Zemo is in here, and he's always fun. What's but. the What's the premise? Is it a midquel? As what I like, what pe- some people call it's not a prequel, but it's like a midquel. It's like the yeah. untold stories type of thing. Yeah, I would also take it into like in its own. I I read it as its own like separate entity. Like I don't think of it at all as. Is it? I think so. Is it its own continuity? I think it is. That's. It, it doesn't have a what if logo on it no it's not a what if um and so that's why i read it as like its own continuity how do you say that word continuity continuity okay fun fact not continuity (laughs) fun fact i was in speech therapy for years oh um, for like words like this yeah continuity okay whatever but uh yes it it hasn't been my favorite at all um basically it's spider people eating and being mutated okay and um yeah it's, it's okay danny did you read this one i did not neither um, did i you, you didn't miss out on much oh well there we go <laughs> um i know not to read it so yeah. I'm not but gonna... then I can also have a different opinion so maybe it could be your like maybe it might be your bread and butter that's true that's true um mark i'm as i read uh, again it's been a year right of reading literally as many things as I can week after week. But I'm sensing this trend Marvel's been doing lately. And that is, well, two things. They've been releasing a lot of anthology series for specific characters. So Electra. Oh, uh, with the black, red. Yeah. Black, red, and blood? Black, white, and Black, white, and blood. Yeah, because the blood is the red. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, I didn't get to read this one, but there was Deadpool, black, white, and blood, right? Yeah, there's Wolverine. Um, yeah. There's, uh, they did Carnage. Um, they're, I think they're doing them for like most characters. And they're like anthology, like short stories and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Marvel's been doing a lot of that, um, which is kind of cool if you just want to like 
read some short stories. Uh, DC had similar things, uh, but they called it different. Like Batman was Batman black and white, but then Superman was oh yeah red and blue. blue. Red and yeah, blue, and right? We Wonder had a blue Woman. and gold one too. Yeah, that was Wonder Woman. Oh, Wonder Woman was black and gold or something. Yes, yes, yeah. that's right. Um, but then the way they do the art is they just use black and gold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, white, white is a given, but like it's, you know, black, yeah. white, and gold kind of thing. Um, but uh, uh, Marvel's also doing like mid calls. Like who, did anyone read Wolverine Patch or Venom Lethal Protector? I read Lethal Protector. Is that like a, a flashback series? Mm-hmm. Like it's a mid cool, like untold stories, right? Mm-hmm. So, and it was actually written by um, one of the original co- writers uh-huh. or co-creators of um venom um so who, did, who was it by sorry oh, oh david michelini uh and this goes back to like so if you were ever in into venom um like his old school like 90s stuff this is definitely a book to check out um because all those fills and artwork and um stories are very similar and so um this is like pre- venom now yeah um but marvel's doing like ben riley spider-man which is also a, like an untold stories kind of thing then they mm-hmm. did one of like the black suit spider-man right i don't think so what was it not wasn't there a symbiote spider-man book that was like that wasn't a what if right i think it was a what if was it okay. yeah what i think it was what if uh oh spider-man shadows no okay no. so that's different spider-man sh- shadow uh what um, yeah i know what you're talking about that's the what if but then there yeah. was also a symbiote spider-man book right oh yes yeah it's yes a, that was no. like a, a mid cool yes and i didn't like this yeah um no. yeah so they're doing a lot of that where they're like and then the thing the recent thing ongoing series starts off essentially as a midquel where it's like it takes place it's an untold story of the past so like yeah. marvel and i don't know how wolverine patches but i would assume wolverine yeah wolverine patch is also a midquel and then there's a gambit did you read coming it? out next month i did read wolverine patch tell me about it it was all right um i i thought it, i thought it was like you know, it was like an average book. I'd, it's probably something I'd recommend to someone who wanted to read Wolverine but hadn't like necessarily read anything before. Uh, it's it, it was a bit slow to be honest, but mm. like you know, um, yeah, it was it was it was alright. Um, Madripoor is always a fun time. So I do like Madripoor, yeah. but like Wolverine Patch. Because, like, Patch Persona is always weird to me. Yeah. I will always give any X story a chance mm-hmm. and then drop it if I hate it. So <laughs> That's fair. I mean, I, I do love me my X-Men. I, I'm with you. You're a yeah. big that's X-Men I, fan, right? Yeah, I'm a massive X-Men I was going to say, that's why I like talking to you guys so much, because both of you guys are super into X-Men, and that is, like, one area that I suck at. Why don't you why don't you read X-Men? Is it too convoluted for you? Uh no, I just have to like I'm trying to keep up with my other stuff first and then like I just want to binge X-Men because my husband's like super into X-Men. And so we get all the titles because those are like his 
uh, that's like the one thing that he's like super into. Yeah. Uh, I just haven't ever had the time to like sit down and like, cause I feel like that is something that you'll want to just like read all together, especially because there's so many different tie-ins that like go in different like eras or yeah. different like slides. Yeah. Um, so that's like my goal for this summer. My goal for spring break was to try to get caught up on comics. And now my summer goal is to like read, get into X-Men. Nice. Yeah. But I feel like I can. Like that's very up my alley. Can. I just I, yeah. missed that that gap. It's a lot though. Like I can imagine people out there who only want to read X Men. You can get enough and lose enough money just on X Men titles alone. Yes. Like, isn't that one of your goals? Is to like try to get all the X Men titles? I'm trying to get them in paperback. Yeah, in or in hardcover, or whatever. I'm trying to get essentially like the X. Like, yeah. Because I have essential X-Men up until a certain point, and then I'm trying to get, like, the paperbacks and whatever. Um, and use essential X-Men to, like, fill in the gaps up until the 90s or, you know, whatever. So, I don't know. But, yes. Uh, thanks for remembering. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to need a bigger shelf, though. But We all need, like, bigger places for, like, our... Yeah. Uh, Omnibus, uh, always on TikTok, he always, like, blows mm. my mind with the amount of space he has. Yeah. For all I know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it would make sense, like, if I had my own place, if I, it was like, oh, I had my own place with a two-room, and I used that second room for, like, uh, like, comic library. Comics, yeah. You know, slash studio that I could stream, you know, stream from. I could do them both. Uh, but that's a lot of money, and I live in California, so. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I can't afford one bedroom. <laughs> I'm having dreams about having a two bedroom. No, um, you know, one um, day, one day, or like if I had a one bedroom, I could put the shelves in my living room or whatever, you know, or in the bathroom. Who needs a? I like how like yeah. as collectors, our goals like have a house to put and display all of our collections. Like not necessarily yeah. for like the house aspect of it and to be yeah. like this is my home but like all the space for all of my comics yeah yeah uh that's the that's the millennial dream yeah uh that's getting more and more out of reach uh, danny what was your 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 s- slip slip of the week um and probably sick sick of the week Teen Titans Academy, I reckon. It was it was not good. You're right. Yeah. Oh, did you read that two and two? Yeah. Tell me tell me about it. I want to hear your opinion, Dan. I so I I often measure a comic book by if I can remember what I've just read Ooh. when I finished the book. Yeah. And like honest, like there was a couple of times after kind of the Red X storyline finished that Teen Titans Academy was like picking up again. But I feel like they've just like really missed the mark with the book altogether. Like I feel like it should have been adjacent to like Strange Academy, right? Like like they, they had the opportunity there, but they are in like a weird limbo where they I feel like they don't know whether they want to focus on the Teen Titans or the Titans or the students. And then so they do like a bit of both and then it just isn't enough of either and the story is kind of like meh so but i really like that so i suppose that's something yeah it should have been at least two series if not three yeah yeah like i i i think there should be like a titans run and then a teen titans academy that focuses solely on the students and like with like cameos from the teachers right like there's 
there's no reason that this is like because this is a it's a, it's a titan's book but like it's not a titan's book so then they don't ah oh, it's so ah oh. it <laughs> doesn't know so what it wants to be right? <laughs> exactly yeah even in this issue the main older titans go off on a mission and we're following them so it's like yeah. but then like the younger the teen titans academy kids sneak on board so yeah cool but like in a perfect world to me i would have a Titans book, a Teen Titans book, a Teen Titans Academy book, and a Young Justice book. Because they're all different vibes, or they can yeah. be. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, we're getting a, uh, a Dark, uh, Dark Crisis Young Justice book, so. Yeah, they mentioned that in this book. They called it Young Justice Dark. Some Is of the it? kids, yeah, there, there's a scene where some of the kids... They mentioned Young Justice Dark, and I'm like, is that their just their nickname for for some of the kids that like are, you know, in that genre? Maybe, I, maybe, I I suppose it could maybe be a Justice League Dark adjacent type Young right. Justice. It's Justice theme, League Dark but, meets Young Justice. Right. And they called it Young Justice Dark. That's interesting. Well, the, I I mean the Dark. Crisis Young Justice book it, it, it is is Impulse, um, Superboy, and oh, so it is a Young Justice proper dealing with yeah. Dark Crisis. Yeah, exactly. Oh, because I'm gonna find the 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 page of this uh, Teen Titans Academy uh, 13 that says just the Young Justice Dark, but that's weird too. But uh, I love my Young Justice. But I think that Young Justice is too, like the characters in Young Justice, they need to deal with being 18 and 19 years old. And that is not Teen Titans Academy like age, you know? No. Like, it's they should. It's bold of you to think that Tim Drake will ever be older than 16, but. He is. Wait, did we argue about this last time? Uh, we did. He's we going did. to college, he's 18. Or he was supposed he, to no, go to college. No, in that, in that book, they say that he's 16, 17. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Why is he going to college? Because he skip it's some grades. He's a super smart smart boy. I don't I don't buy it. Nah, nah, because Khan, Khan is not 16. Khan might not be 16, but Tim Drake. Almost certainly. I don't I don't buy it. No. Danny. You're gonna do this to me. You're gonna disagree with me on this subject on the anniversary. And now the anniversary on the, <laughs> on the birthday episode of Comic Talk. You're gonna you're gonna do me like that. Hey, who did you have on for your first episode? Uh, Gil Barron and Trevor Reese. Oh, I don't think I know Gil. Gil uh, hasn't come on as of lately. Uh, uh, hopefully soon, but it's hard. He's a busy man. He's brushing elbows with Rosario Dawson, you know? What? He, he does a, he, yeah, he, he produces a show that gets like guest celebrities to come on. And so. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. He's doing really cool stuff. I, I get it. I get it. I get it. Uh, I found the page of, of this. It's, sorry, Matt, the safe house is tight quarters. And as an unofficial school club, Young Justice Dark is allocated zero resources. It's an unofficial Ooh. school club at Teen Titans Academy. That sounds interesting and they should develop them. That's why I want more of the Academy stuff. And but split them up. Of the, exactly, split them up and like give us, give us both. Right, because- <laughs> buy both. Yeah. Again, young or teen on this will bring in the kids. 
Because what I've yeah. learned from TikTok, what I've learned from TikTok is first thing, kids like these sort of things and they like their diverse representation. The kids, they, they, like, they like the Bat family and, and Tim Drake and, and Jonathan Kent, you know, uh, uh, being uh, uh, queer characters, you know? And so like kids nowadays, that's what this generation wants. You want to get them into, give them, give them issues that they care about, you know? Yes. Um, Teen Titans Academy also did a weird thing where they're like, okay, we're introducing a new character we've never seen before. Because I guess the Titans Academy is so huge, there are characters we haven't seen before. Called one is Cybra. And he's maybe like a next generation cyborg from like Batman Beyond. He's from the Batman yeah. Beyond universe where he's from the yeah. future of the DC universe, but it's a separate universe. Earth, uh, what did it say? Earth, uh, Earth. F12. Earth 12, okay. Yeah, it's just, oh, it, it has the potential to be good. And I think that's what's the most disappointing about it, you know? Uh-huh, yeah. But it's like, pick a, pick a lane. You know, yeah, that's the problem. Well, exactly. books and, got and combined like, into this. I will keep reading it, but I won't be happy about it. Well, it ends know? soon. <laughs> it ends in like Bad. an issue, I think. What issue are we on right now? 13. 13. Oh, it ends in issue 15. I think it's two issues yeah. left. And then we deal with Dark Crisis and the fallout of Dark Crisis. Because Justice League just ended too. So we shall see. We shall see. Um. What are some other uh, uh, good books that came out? I, I binged a lot this weekend to catch up to this week for certain for certain issues. Mm. Um, are you guys been keeping up with Devil's Reign at all? Yeah. Did yeah. you read any of like the tie-ins? Both. Uh, both. I read. <laughs> I read. The, I caught up with Villains for Hire just so I could finish it with this third issue. Uh, did you read uh, Villains for Hire? I did. I did. Did you, Danny? I did not, but I'm happy to hear about it. <laughs> I have, I personally have enjoyed Devil's Reign so far. Um, and I really enjoyed um, Villains for Hire uh, because, I don't know, you see Mr. Carter over there who's like in between, like, he wants you good. And and then you have just like Kingpin and then yeah. you have um, Agony and the purple man and the children yeah it was a lot um i was surprised because if it wasn't for this tie-in you'd be reading devil's reign and you'd be like why is john walker evil yeah and then in this you it turns out it's a twofold it's one he's not evil he's undercover to figure out how to take down kingpin and then second he gets taken over by the purple power yeah and so that's super weird. If you didn't read this tie-in, you'd be reading the main event being like, oh yeah, John Walker's bad then. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think that's like the bittersweet part about tie-ins is that often tie-ins are there to like boost the story. Um, but then you have this one that is such has such critical information of yeah. the story that you need to be reading this one in particular because yeah. all the other stories sounds are like, just like sweet little tie-ins sounds like i should read it 
Are you reading Devil's I, Reign, Danny? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh, then yes, you need to read Villains I, for Hire. I think Villains for Hire is important. I think that Devil's Reign X-Men is better, but not as important to the miniseries. Yeah. Like, it's a devil, it's Devil's Reign X-Men, X-Men And that's all that matters. <laughs> did, you, did you read that one? I did, I did read Devil's Reign X-Men. Okay, I liked Which it. Which is so funny because I didn't. I've been oh. keeping up with, like, all of them except for that one. I liked Devil's Reign X-Men 3 uh, because it is the best Devil's Reign tie-in, but it also ask, doesn't how, matter that much. How does it tie into, or, like, what is that premise of that tie-in with the premise, Devil's Reign? The premise is that Emma Frost used to work for Kingpin, at, oh. like, to do just a couple of gigs, because they mention how, like, she's indebted to him for one thing or one thing, whatever. There, there's something going on, I forget. So the, the, she, she's indebted to him because um, uh, Sebastian Shaw's girlfriend. That's right. He was like, she basically. Lord, Lordis? Yeah, yeah. Um, had Wilson Fisk create a um, fake identity for her so that That's she right. could get away from Sebastian Shaw. But under the, you know, having to owe him a favor kind right. of thing. So. It's weird. The Lordis thing is coming back soon. Like she came back and whatever. But the thing about and uh, I, I see you guys commenting on the YouTube. Uh, thank you guys. Uh, I'll get to that in just a second. I love you guys. Uh, I'm seeing like three different people talking on YouTube. Um, but Lordis is a character from like X like X Men a long time ago that died via Sentinel, and then we find out that she didn't die. That it was uh, an illusion or whatever, and that Emma Frost brought her back but she didn't want to go back to sebastian shaw so they created a fake identity through wilson fisk right yeah um because yeah who would want to be sebastian shaw's girl let's be honest yeah he's He's the worst he's the shithole um and so um yeah and so emma frost owed fisk so she did a couple psychic jobs for for him um but the premise of this run is that she's the good witch and the bad witch is electra and oh. there's a premise that Electra was supposed to kill a young girl. And then that's kind of what this three issues kind of has to do with. Okay. So um, I think it's worth a read. I mean, it's, it's definitely the best, in my opinion, best Devil's Reign tie-in. I also don't think that you would necessarily have to be reading mainline X-Men to know what's going on. Yeah, about. you're right. Yeah. That too. Yeah. I have all the issues, so I, I should I should. Oh, okay. Uh, I do, uh, let's see. So people out there, first things first, Albert loves comics. What's up, Albert? How's it going? Uh, Albert says, I love rogue, or I loved rogues. Um, Yeah, see? Yeah. I mean, I liked it. I I wasn't the only one. No, I'm not, I liked it. I'm just saying the out of continuity stuff gets to me. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, In my defense. Aggressively Relaxing says, X-Men Legends, life story books, plus the ones you guys mentioned. Marvel legit is trying to serve people who say I liked X era. Ah, yes. Uh, oh, you, you're, you're right. X-Men Legends is also a mid-cool, untold stories type yeah. book. And then life story is a little bit different because it's its own continuity, but it is a nostalgic, reminiscent type, you know, um, kind of miniseries. Um aggressively relaxed says what's up albert loves comics says i've been reading chris claremont's run on x-men it's a ton to read but i'm on the third omnibus and loving it yeah i mean that's all collected in essential x-men right like essential like it's that whole run he wrote it for 20 years so it's a lot of well, comics he, so 
the Gambit series as well. He's writing that. I don't know if he's is that the untold the story that... of Gambit kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. That's coming out in May. Okay. Okay. I like Claremont. The question is: Is modern Claremont as good as past Claremont? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Isn't that? I respect him. I respect him. I think uh, it's it's so odd comparing authors like or writers like past work to like their new stuff because it's either like the same or it's like changed or they just are off their walkers and they Some, don't know. Sometimes what to do. they do. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like a like an actor. You can you you know at a certain point sometimes actors stagnate. Sometimes they show even greater range by trying new things. Like, like I think Brad Pitt is a great character actor and we've seen it in the past, but he had to play pretty boy stuff up until a certain point. And then you see his range, right? Um, and so, yeah, it's kind of like that, but like writers have that same thing. Um, I'm, sure, I'm sure people who are fans of Stephen King feel like there's an era that he has better work in, right? Sometimes people just go off the rails. Like Frank Miller? Or like, you have no idea what's going on yeah. with what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, or J.K. Rowling, like, yeah. you know, yeah, not the person we thought. Um, uh, aggressively relaxing says, uh, uh, even all the collectors on YouTube with houses are like, I'm take, I'm talking to you from the attic space. My family says I have to keep my collection in. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. I mean, it is true. It's like our age. I mean, who? There are people our age who have houses, but like, come on, it's it's not. I fun. decided that I, whenever I buy like a new Lego set or like new comics that I am just adding decorations to my house because yeah. I want to display them as yeah. like Absolutely. in a sophisticated manner. I'm with you. Yeah. So. Um, Don't marry someone who makes you put their stuff in the attic. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Rule of thumb. Um, JJ's comic stuff says it's my three favorite comic people. What's up, JJ? Oh, hi, JJ. Um, JJ says I've never really read X Men, but I hear all the titles getting new runs very soon, so I'm going to jump in from there. Yes, I'm right there with you, JJ. We should like do a X Men reading challenge. Like, didn't they do like this Star Wars canon reading challenge? Like, we'll do an X Men. Is JJ on TikTok? Great. Yes. Okay. Is he? Do you know him on TikTok? I think so. Okay, cool. Awesome. What's up, JJ? Sure. Um, uh, Danny, I have a question for you. If yes. someone wanted to start X-Men with this, with this oh. new upcoming jump, what would they have to read on a minimal, like on a very bare, bare okay. minimum? So on a bare minimum, I oh, would say question. read House of X, Powers of Ten first. From there, probably skip forward to Hellfire Gala um, from last year, March 2020. Oh, June 2020, I should Will you say. get confused with the Araco? No, I think you're fine. I think it's more confusing to jump into Ten of Swords. You just have to know <laughs> that there's 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 now a there's now a additional island of mutants who are, who are warlike who, uh, and they have a different culture. Who are warlike because they grew up in, in a dimension that has demons. Yeah. Um duly noted. There we go. So, Danny summed it up better than I could have. I would have been like, and then there's apocalypse, then there's a life. <laughs> And it's like, Danny's like, nah, cut to the chase. All right, moving yeah, on. Exactly. Hellfire so Gala. Hellfire Gala, Inferno, X-Deaths, and then you're done. 
and then you can read. Okay. Yeah, that's a, that's a very that's the most succinct timeline. Okay. I would recommend. I'm yeah. gonna see if I can edit this part out of this show and then put it on TikTok because I think that like doing a yeah. video on that. I'm sure you all you do all your videos, but like I need some content myself. Um, that's totally fine. <laughs> uh, and then like you can go back and choose if you want to read the whole X-Men, like the X-Men yeah. run 15 issues or whatever. A hundred percent. So you what know, I usually recommend it. is read the first issue of each of the series, because some might surprise you whether you enjoy them or not. And then continue with those ones. Don't read them all if you don't yeah. enjoy them all. Yeah. Um, That's the next step up from minimalist, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Is, is, Minimal, is, you know, medium, advanced. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, exactly. This is like medium, right? Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, if you want the whole shebang, you can read everything, I guess. But um, it's, it's, it's an undertaking. So. It's, it's a lot. I, I also yeah. am not a fan. Like, there are some good parts of uh, Ten of Swords, but I'm not a, I wasn't a big fan of it. Ten of Swords is probably, like, I, if you're not reading the full thing, skip it because it's far too confusing if you're coming in without the context. Okay, I, where I does agree. Trials of Magneto come in at? Oh, so Trials of Magneto is you don't, after it's Hellfire, after Hellfire. Gone, but you don't need it. And yeah. it is genuinely like my most hated book that I've read last Okay, year. so my husband literally just finished that last night and he was so disappointed. Yeah. He was like, yeah. it was getting so good. And then the last two issues sucked. I, yeah. I mean, I thought yeah. it was a waste of space, uh, mostly yeah. because it was supposed to be the final arc in the X Factor book. And it wasn't supposed to be its own miniseries, but then they're like, now nah, let's make it its own miniseries. And it even isn't even Magneto-centric. Everything about it, like yeah. genuinely, like I hate it with yeah. every fiber of my being. I would say though, if you were a fan of the X Factor book, which is a good book, and it ends, read Trial of Magneto. Then you can see some of the characters come into it. That's it. Yeah. Um, but Hellfire Gala, I think, is a must read. And and they have a book out there that compiles all the necessary Hellfire. Yeah, and even even Hellfire Gala, the core Hellfire Gala issues, you can also just read, which is, oh, um, Marauders number twenty one, X Men number twenty one, Sword number six, and Planet Size X Men. You know, like you're pulling these out like the most like sporadic. What? Like, how do you know it. the numbers? I, I just. I, do you know how many times I've made this video? <laughs> You've done it. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe you should just pull one of her videos and repost it. Dimitri. Yeah. I don't have the repost function. Do you guys have that? I don't have that. I, I do, know. yeah. Oh. Do you but guys it only, so it only reposts to your friends. It doesn't repost to your followers, apparently. Oh. But I don't I'm, know if that's I'm true. Cool because that. I, feel like, I feel like I also see people who I don't follow so I don't know. I I think it's just random, to be honest. Oh. I don't think anyone really knows how TikTok works. It, does it show up like in your in your feed? Like, feed like on your page? Yeah. So when I'm on my like for you page, it'll be like the Keeg show recommended. Oh. And then. Uh. What's dumb is the stories. Oh my gosh! I just saw that today. It's super I dumb. Don't have that one. You don't have that. I haven't. Uh, you, I could use it. I haven't because it's it's just a twenty four hour long or twenty four hour expi expiration date TikTok. Oh, I don't why like would, that. Why would you do that? What's the point? I don't know. What? I saw I saw the feature of it, and I immediately was like, 
No. They're giving me shit I don't want, but you know what I want? I want playlists. Give me my goddamn playlist. What do I have to do? Tell me a number, I'll work for it. How about that? (laughs) Like, cause I, I, I feel like, Am I not at the level that, that, that they'll give me playlists for? Am I not I creating enough? Because like- I also would like playlists and then I can stop making what to read for extra videos. Say, go, <laughs> go to my playlist, it's the second right. video, there you go. Right, but where are my damn playlists? I need my playlist. That's, that's the one thing. I don't need I a think- repost, I don't need a story. I don't even need 10 minute long videos. I need my playlist. That's it. I think when you get to like 500 million thousand followers, I think that's when you got it. What? I'm just kidding. I don't know. No. Oh, wait, wait. You said 1 million? Yeah. I can't get there. So don't never say never. Never say never. I think it's around like the 50K mark. Yeah. You think so? I think so. I I feel like I've seen people with less with, with, but maybe I'm wrong. If it's 50, I, then at least I've Or maybe it's closer. like the 100K mark. I don't know. Okay. But right. yeah, none of us have that feature yet. Yeah. yeah. I need it. But I'm sure all of us like that do those, like, I would do more ongoing series. I would love to put it together and like, you know, here's yeah, my- it makes I, it so like, much easier. And because then people be like, oh, can you do X? And then you're like, oh, I've already done it, but you have to scroll down really far to see yeah. where I did it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, what were we saying? Uh, that, oh, basically, the, that's Danny's uh, recommendations on uh, how to do it. Because uh, when does X-Men start? Um, the Immortal new X-Men's next week. So that Wait, is, yeah. What is, what is? Immort- the... Immortal X-Men. Okay, that's the first one. Okay. That's the first one. And that's the Quiet Council week. one, right? Yeah, so that's the Quiet Council one. Um, the other new books is Knights of Ten. Um, Knights of Ten or Knights of X? That one's Knights of Ten because there's ten characters. What? Um, okay. So. All right. Um, Knights of Ten, Legion of X, which I imagine is is X. Um, X Men Red, and then Marauders is getting a new volume. That's starting up. Is Hellions coming back? I don't think so. I feel like I there's more titles. Well, yeah, so then um, X-Men's continuing. Um, Wolverine, obviously. Wolverine's continuing. Let's see. Destiny, Destiny of X. Is Destiny of X its own title? Destiny of X is the, the so we just finished Reign of X. Okay. And now we're in Destiny of X. How many, how many air or like little phases are there? There's Dawn of X. Then yeah, so Dawn of X finishes with Ten of Swords. Okay. And then Reign of X finishes with X Deaths of Wolverine. Oh. Okay. Danny, um, thank yeah. you for being on the show, Danny. Yes, Danny, especially because I know nothing about X-Men. So X-Men is just like my brain is all X-Men and nothing else. <laughs> I love it so much. I I I'm gonna I'm gonna shed a tear. I'm just, I'm so emotional right now. Um, um, X-Force and New Mutants are also continuing. Okay, um, cool. So there's cool. eight, uh, nine total titles. Where do the X-Factor kids go? Where do, like, is there an X-Factor? Um, so some of them are in the uh, Knights of X book or Knights of Ten book. Mm-hmm. And some of them are in, some of them I think were in X-Men Red, maybe. Okay. Um. Yes, because Shadow Stars in Knights, Knights of X for sure. Okay. 
What about Akihiro? Because he doesn't go by Dakin uh, anymore. There we go. I knew I knew there was something. Marauders is is where he's going. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Because there was that yeah. Marauders one shot where they brought together the new team in it. Yes, right? yes. Okay, yes. which was a sucky one shot. Whatever that yeah. was. But hopefully, hopefully the the new volumes get. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, uh, I want to talk about Action Comics ten forty one. We're gonna go over the DC universe a little bit. Um, anyone reading Action Comics ten forty one? I didn't read it, but I've been reading the arc um, as a whole. But it's been I've enjoyed the Martian Manhunter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. End, oh, so you're, you've the... read everything up until this? You yeah, didn't read exactly, this. exactly, exactly. Okay, uh, I like this this new story. Um, this this I, I said on a previous episode. I think this arc is going to be. Uh, commemorated for a while like for for time to come you know what i mean um for years to come why do you say that uh it's stripping down superman to his basic hopeful self right but it's also giving us this like alien gladiator story and it's also create it has a team of all these characters that are like some of them are iconic in their own right and seeing how they differ from superman so it's his authority team and so, um, it, and it's just like a really good science fiction epic kind of thing. Do you agree, Danny? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's been it's been interesting as well, like seeing it away from Earth, I guess, and like from like I guess typical Superman stories. Yeah. Um, it yeah, is I different. Mean, I, yeah. I've been enjoying the 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 war world stuff. So. Been- I thought I would be tired of it. I thought I'd be like, I yeah. hate Mongol. Why do I care about War World? But they yeah. created a culture around everything. Yeah, you know. I think they've done it well because I think it, I think it's allowed John to grow in a sense that makes sense as well on Earth without yeah. Clark Kent. You know. Yeah. So. Uh, you remember the 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 issue of Action Comics where they're like the crow is dying, like mm-hmm. there's that old the old alien thing. Yeah. It just made me so sad, and it was a really good issue. Like, yeah, yeah. The, I mean, I think there's been like a lot of really cool stuff, and I liked that it tied in, even though that was weird. I, I liked that it tied in with like the Superman and the Authority as yeah. well. It didn't make any um, sense to me, but okay. That, that was a weird continuity continuity thing for yeah. sure. I I I think when they started Superman and the Authority, it was meant to be Elseworlds, and I think then they so were too. like, "Oh, this is this is gonna be main continuity," and they were like, "Ah." Oh, it doesn't make sense um, as main continuity because isn't no. in Superman on Authority number one? Don't they say that he came to Earth in the thirties and he saved <laughs> and he saved JFK? <laughs> I think Maybe. so. Uh, yeah. Anyway, this book is good, and yeah. they brought it back into continuity. So what? Whatever. Um. Did you guys read Detective Comics ten fifty eight? Yes. No, I did not. I. I slacked on DC this week. You guys kicked butt on DC. Um, it also helps that it comes out a day earlier, so you can kind of split it up. You read your DCs on Tuesday, read your Marvels on Wednesday, read your Indies on Wednesday. You know, mm-hmm. um, I I liked this whole like this arc of Arkham Tower. That being said, the backup story to me was also really good up until this issue, and I am sad. By what happens at the end yeah 
Yeah, I, I, I think this was like a really good conclusion to the Tower of Arkham arc. And I think the way that they've done it made a lot of sense, it being weekly. Um, and now it's obviously going back to monthly. I think it really worked well for the pace. And I think that was like an interesting decision that they made to change that for the arc. Um, but um, yeah, I, I thought it was like a nice, complete story. Um, it was cool to see a vast majority of the Bat family yeah. involved, um, which is always a fun time. Um, personally, in my personal opinion, I think detectives should be a more Bat family focused book and Batman a Batman book, you know? Yeah. Um, because my have two Batman stories going on at the same time, you know? But yeah, um, it used or- to be it used to be that Batman the title, the regular title used to be like more superhero antics and that yeah. Detective Comics used to be his like new bar. Detective yeah. Right. But then it became, Detective Comics became like uh, 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 the Bat Family book and Batman mm-hmm. was his own book. And then nowadays that kind of makes sense because Batman gets his limited series like spinoffs all the time. Yeah. So if you really want to tell like a detective, dark detective story, just do a Batman limited series like they've been doing. Yep, you know? like the 12 Batman titles we have going on at any right. given time, you right. know? Um, yeah, so I, 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 I think that's, <clears throat> that's worked well recently. Um, but yeah, no, I thought it, I thought it, was, I thought it was decent. Um, yeah. I'm interested to see where it goes next. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Um, Ambrosia, what's another book you read this week? Um, I read Ben Riley. Tell me about it because I read issue one and I was like, I do not care. Okay, if you didn't like issue one, then you're probably not going to care for the rest. Oh, um, but okay. like how you guys are with X Men, that's how I am with Spider Man, and yeah. I'm going to read all the things um, Spider Man related. Uh, but this you're is a Spider Man. I am. Um, but this is just going back to Ben Riley and trying to figure out who he is as uh, trying to separate himself from Peter and what his life is versus um, like what is Peter's life and like what his role is overall. Um, and then, oh, fun fact, did you know how Ben Riley got his name? Yeah, uh, Ben Parker and Aunt May, May's last name is Riley? Yeah, her yeah. maiden name is Riley. Um, so that's how they created. Um, it's kind of like Clark Kent's name. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, Martha Martha Kent's maiden name is Clark. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I like I like when they do like little little nods like that. Um, but in this, we have Lady Octopus, uh, who is Carolyn Trainer, and. Uh, so it it goes back to, I mean, it's not an issue that you should, like, a necessary issue, but if you are interested in any of the Spider-Verse aspect of it, um, it's just a great read of learning more about Ben Riley um, outside of, because, I mean, we've had a ton of, like, Miles Morales recently and a ton of, like, Peter Parker um, and a lot of the stuff in the, um, from, like, the Spider-Verse, uh, what, crap, what was that movie? Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Um, but Ben Riley wasn't part of that. He was in the comics, but not into the movie. So it's been fun to uh, see Ben Riley again, um, especially because uh, in the Amazing Spider-Man, he is uh, on the most recent runs. He's in there quite a bit. Um, so I think that was a good segue 
uh, into having him thrown into the comic and then also giving him his own comic and his own journey through that. Yeah. And also trying to make friends and realizing that like people aren't always as trustworthy and you have to kind of like be careful. He has like Peter's heart in the sense of like, he just wants everyone to be like happy and cared for, but also like people are shitty. Yeah. So um, if you are a spider person and into Ben Riley, definitely check it out. Is Ben Riley the insecure Spider-Man? Yeah, most definitely. Because that, that should be his title. It really should be. Like if uh if Peter Parker went to like, yeah, no, it Ben Riley is a hundred percent insecure. And that's because like he doesn't know who he is. He doesn't have like his own family. It's he's a literal clone from someone else who has lived all these things. So even he goes, he struggles back and forth of like his memories. Are those even my own memories or are those just like Peter's memories? And so, right. uh, and you feel for him because I'll be honest, I wasn't a Ben Riley fan when I was younger, but as I got older and once I understood more, I am, I, I truly enjoy Ben Riley and his, um, everything that he brings to the spider family. Yeah. I like his costume. And Me too. Like I've always liked, well, most of his costumes. I like the costume that's on the cover of, of this one. Um, uh, I like external web shooters. There's just like an aesthetic choice that I really like is external web shooters. Um, and then uh, I also liked Ben Riley when he had the the jacket because when he has the hoodie, yeah, in the '90s, that's what I grew up on. Like is like Ben Riley with that hoodie, and so nostalgia. No, it is. And that's, um, yeah, I like it too. Yeah. So it, it's a fun read. Yeah. Uh, did any of you guys read Demon Days? Yes. Both of you did, I, right? I was supposed to. I didn't get to it. Oh, you didn't get to? But, no, but I love Peach Momoko and I've read everything ex- like up to it. I just haven't read this issue yet. How did you like it, Danny? I really liked it. Um, and it's getting, it's, it, this is meant to be the last issue, but it's been extended because obviously it's been very well received. Um, so this is kind of like X-Men related, yeah. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. The first the first one was Demon Days X-Men, so of course yeah. I picked it up. <laughs> um, but basically, I guess you would I, I Marvel, I guess, doesn't have like an Elseworlds equivalent, but it's effectively an Elseworlds story. Um, I mean, what if Marvel. is supposed to be an Elseworld, but the title, the premise of what if is too constricting. Yeah, what if doesn't Elseworld. work for this yeah. unless it was like what if Marvel was an Japanese like well Marvel had the Marvel manga verse yeah you remember that back in the early 2000s there was a weird thing anyway sorry I mean I also feel like that would be now would be a good time to like bring it back because I feel like manga in the U.S. has just like amplified more than what it was in the past I disagree I mean I agree with that I agree with that I don't think they should bring back manga but I think they should they should kind of like America is the melting pot. Like, take we take all these different styles and we like, sh- like create subgenres for genres, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and we take a genre we've never seen before and we create subgenres for it and mix and meld and like we do that for music and we do that for like you know fusions, right? Mm-hmm. So like whether we need like I was reading an article talking about how like Marvel MangaVerse kind of failed because it just wasn't good manga. Like it tried to essentially kind of parody it, but it wasn't necessary like strong on its own but then also think about who who are some of the writers 
exactly. doing that. Right. There might've been a problem and, with that. Right. Right. And so like, even now, and, and I think that's where it, uh, so many people have been more vocal about that of like, you can't have a, uh, Marvel's voices about women and have it written by men. Right. Which they didn't. Right. Oh, right. Right. They right. didn't, they didn't. But like back then, some of those right. creators yeah. weren't even like, that's not even part of their culture. So right. that's why it looked like a parody because right. they were trying to copy yeah, something they that they don't know. Yeah. They know. Right. Do you remember, do you remember Marvel's manga verse Punisher? No. It was a school, it was a sexy school teacher that gave you the paddle. <laughs> oh. Like, what are they doing? Um, no. On the flip side, Marvel did a something that was kind of good, which was their tsunami imprint. I remember that one. Which some good stuff came out of it. Um, the tsunami imprint included Runaways, was a tsunami imprint title. People don't remember that. There was a Sentinel title, and that's the kid in Avengers Arena that dies. Uh, uh, he dies in Avengers Arena. It's crazy. But he had his own like pet Sentinel. It's like Iron Giant kind of pet Sentinel thing. There was a Namor title, I think. Um, or I could just be getting that wrong because of the name Tsunami. <laughs> I don't know whether I'm making that up or not. There was a couple other titles in the Tsunami imprint that like some of them ended up like, I mean, Runaways for the most part still goes to this day, you know, versus Marvel Mangaverse where I think the manga Spider-Man might've had made an appearance, but that's it. Okay. Nothing recently. Um, JJ's comic stuff says, I look at Demon Days as the ancient Japanese legends if they were Marvel characters. It's a reimagining more than an elsewhere deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's more akin to Elseworlds than it is to What If, because What If is like, yeah. what if somebody did something slightly different and it changed the whole timeline? Right, yeah. It's it's more that it's a universe that has its own structure yeah. and like Elseworlds is a multiverse concept. What If is an alternate timeline concept? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, but this is um, essentially a multiverse concept. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think all the character designs are really cool um everything yeah. about it is just like really awesome i love peach momoko um i actively on my pool list i have asked to get any peach momoko variant i don't care if it's on my pool list already so because oh. her works. variants are beautiful yeah, and she's so done good. so many of them too yeah. they're my favorite the, she did one for we have demons that obviously initially came out on comiXology um but has now been released in print and it is 10 out of 10. Um, but yeah, no, Demon Days has has been very solid, I think. Um, so I'm glad that, the, that it's continuing. Me too, me too. And I think, I don't know, we haven't seen a comic like this in a really long time. And I think that's why it's become so popular. Yeah. And also I, you know, what stinks is that it comes out like every three months, we get like one new issue every three months. I would love it to be like monthly. Yeah, well, I guess part of that is because she's writing and and and, and doing all the artwork. Which, and the you covers. know, obviously it makes sense, but I want more. Oh, a thousand percent, yeah. I mean, I guess we can get her break because she's yeah. doing literally everything. Yeah, but... I feel like she's genuinely on like every, like there's at least like two or three Momoko variants when I go uh, to the store like yes. every week so yes whether it's um DC well actually I haven't seen a DC one um 
but uh, she does a ton of Marvel, and then she did one for Scout Comics. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and there's some so other indie independent. comics that she's done, yeah. Yeah. Uh, JJ's comic stuff says, I found there's at least 150 Momoko covers out there so far that uh, JJ can find. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, are there uh, a couple other books uh, we have see. yet to talk about? Anything oh. big? Um, Anyone read Miss Marvel? I did not. Beyond the Limit number... Four. yeah it's okay uh, is it, okay is miss marvel as a comic did it end and then this is what's going on right now because i haven't read a new miss marvel in a while this, um, this is a proper title right this is a mini series yes so i think it's ending here shortly okay um i was expecting so because it was beyond the limit and we saw some of beyond um as in like the corporation in the spider-man series Uh um i thought there was going to be like some tie-in there hasn't yet okay um so i think this is just a mini series okay um and it's basically she finds this clone um there's a clone and it's this other um uh super alien not an alien i don't know um someone from a different planet who has all these powers very similar to hers however she could shapeshift and so she's um blames miss marvel for destroying her planet and we are going to find out why okay and all that fun stuff uh however like i liked issue one and two a lot um because we're finding out uh there was a lot of like the bollywood aspect of it and mm-hmm. I didn't like how they uh, captivated it in a comic was really cool. Um, but like the whole reasoning behind it, I, I wasn't a, a, like a huge fan on, but hopefully like we get maybe issue four, which is kind of filler. Um, and then number five, we're going to like punch, punch hard. All right. Yeah. Um, I like Miss Marvel. I haven't read this one, but I've been reading the ongoing for a while. But the ongoing stopped. Yeah. I don't know why. Why did the on- what are they going to start a new number one soon? In I think to, so. To tie I- in with the show, like the show, because they need to. When like DC and Marvel, they're pretty good with this, but sometimes they drop the ball. There needs to be an ongoing title anytime something new is released on the like TV film side. Like absolutely, you know. And from my understanding, like this is like talking to um some comic book peeps in the industry that they like they don't really communicate and I don't understand why because I feel like that is like your biggest source of like communication like hey heads up this is like an area we think we're going to try to expand in like I don't know but like they're two very separate like entities and I don't like it yeah I'm with you but there's bound to be a Miss Marvel number one coming out soon there has, oh, there to, has to be because her show starts next month I think no May May June something like that June yeah, June, June. I think, yeah um the uh what do we get we got um toss the, set. sorry task force Z oh by the way Z. I call it task force Z now because you call it task force Z and so now when I read it all I can think about <laughs> is task force Z wait why is it task force Z so. It's it's genuinely just because I'm from a different country, but like we like we don't say Z, we say Z. And then like I think I made so I made a video about Task for Z when it first came out, and then like so much like I reckon like 
eight or ten comments being like, it's C, not Z, can't you read? Um, and so yeah. I really doubled down on it. Um, yeah. So <laughs> uh, uh, the, the UK, uh, British colonies, that sort of thing, they say Z. Uh, Interesting. As in, as in the letter Z, what we know is the letter Z is the letter Z. X, Y, Z. Is that really how you say that? Yeah. X, Y, Z? Yeah. Whoa. Where the D comes from, I don't know. It's just fun, you know? It's, it, it's, less, it's less exciting in the song. I'll give you that. Um, because it doesn't rhyme with the rest of it. Do any of your other letters? X, Y, N, Z. Yeah, you're right. L-M-N-O-P-Q-R-S-T-U-V-W-X-Y-N-Z. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you're Do right. Do any of your other letters um, make any other difference? So, not for me, but like my dad is Scottish and, and Jay is Jai. Jai. How does he say H? Does he say H? Oh, so I say H, um, H. which I know a lot of people don't like. But oh. Yeah. And so I know some people like say H. H. Like E T C H H, I say H, like with yeah. a long A sound. Yeah. Um, we're getting a linguistics lesson. Mm -hmm. uh, Dang. Uh, but yes, Task Force Z, just like <laughs> just like the black and white striped horse things are called zebras. <laughs> you know, I get it. I get it. Um, yeah. uh, and aluminum has uh, another I in it. Aluminium. That's true. Um, what was I saying? Task Force Z number six. Uh, I'm not making fun of you. I, I like the fact that like every no. time I see it now, I think Task Force Z. Like it, I will take it. <laughs> it's literally like in my head. In my head. Uh, Task Force Z. Uh, yeah. So tell me about it. Um, so I feel like this has kind of been like a culmination of the last six issues. Um, there's been a lot of reveals along the way, um, you know, Two-Face being behind it, but like seemingly looking for a redemption arc, Mr. Bloom being a bit dodgy, mm. um, which really came to a head in this issue. Um, throughout the last like five or so issues, we've seen Mr. Bloom continuously go off on his own and have his own shenanigans. And, okay. and in this issue, we see that he definitely has a greater plan, a plan um, in, in, in mind. And, it ends with Red Hood being like, well, we need to kill Mr. Bloom now. Um, so. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. I get yeah, you got to, sometimes you just have to kill Mr. Bloom. Yeah. But I thought it was really funny because at one point, um, Mr. Bloom has his like power dampening collar, but his like shirt is like kind of low and he's wearing like a, um, a fishnet jumper type thing. So I was like, eagle, Mr. Bloom? Like, what is, <laughs> what is going on here? Yeah. But, you know, he's just, he's a stylish, slender man, you know? Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Have you enjoyed the series so far? I really like the series. Mm. I think it's been one that has been a bit of a dark. I think a lot of people, one, didn't read it because it seems like it should be an Elseworlds story, but it is main continuity. I thought so. That's um, why. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is one that I also have all the issues for, but I need to binge it. Yeah. I, I read I, issue one and then I fell behind. Genuinely really good. And it's probably my favorite Suicide Squad book in like recent memory. Um, so I think I think that's I, th I think it works really well. I think they I think they've done a good job. So uh, it seems better than the Suicide Squad book. 
The Suicide Squad yeah. book uh, recent, the recent run was kind of uh, dull. Like, just like Teen, Teen Titans Academy, kind of dull. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Something's weird. I feel like titles. the current Suicide Squad, it, 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 after the match reveal, it kind of went downhill. Yeah. You know, I feel like it really suffered after that. And now yeah, they're, that they're doing the, the War for Earth 3, which I could care less about. Like, yeah. Or I couldn't care less. So Maya. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like Earth Three as a concept, but yeah. uh, they. I want them to lean into the mirror universe thing, like Grant Mor- like Grant Morrison did in his Earth Three book. He leaned into it's a mirror universe, but lately authors have been saying it's not a mirror universe. The jump there's a. Well, it is a mirror universe, but it's also like. We're not going to try hard to mirror things. We're just going to mm-hmm. kind of do our own Grant, evil Grant things. Morrison uses they, them pronouns also. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's oh, right, yeah. Grant Morrison. Um, and so when they did Earth 3, like, I like Earth 3. I have it up here somewhere. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, there it is. Oh, it actually was called Earth 2. Yeah, yeah it, it was that, there was, like, cool stuff with... Green Lanterns in that, and there was like Solomon Grundy was an avatar of the gray, um, and other shit. There's there's a lot of the in which in which run? F two. Um, well, the gray isn't in Earth two. It, it is. We're talking about the early two thousands. Oh, maybe the second volume. Of oh, F2. no, no, no. You're you're thinking of Earth two from New Fifty Two, Earth two. I'm thinking yeah. of the of of, of of right. It's a different one, but I I know exactly what you're talking about. But uh, I'm talking this one. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, that one um is is kind of oh I have not opened this. I've read it multiple times, but I got it because I knew like I've read it so many times. This has not been opened. <gasps> Unbox it. I don't want to mess it up. Uh, <laughs> um. Yes. So, uh, uh, anyway, what was I saying? Oh, we're for three. Who cares? Uh, really quick, Icon and Rocket came out, uh, number six. Uh, I think that it's an interesting um, premise because they're trying to change essentially the world order by just being like, okay, we're going to get rid of all the opium fields and get rid of the drug trade. And then there's like this fallout with it. So then the American government's like, well, how about they just die? And then like, there, there's that. And so there's like some cool things to come out of it. This is issue six that takes place after the static run. And I okay. haven't finished the static run, but I think the static run was six issues also. Have you enjoyed- missing one issue. Have you liked the static run? Yeah. Yeah. But I also like the artwork that's separate. Like Nicholas J- Draper Ivy has been doing his own artwork on Instagram and he's the artwork for it. And I like I like some of his artwork separate than the book. And then he puts some of the artwork into the book. It's weird. Okay. But I, I like it. Also, great example of somebody from that culture drawing it, writing it. Because back in the day in the 90s, people used to draw draw black characters with just a high top fade. And it was the same hair, right? Like in everything. And now it's like Nicholas Draper Ivy is, is showing all the different hairstyles. And like, it's, it, it, they're not, you know, most white artists would not be able to do that. No, and that's why I love so much having uh, just like that diversity of writing. Like if you're an old, 
write about a black character in their lifestyle, then you need to have a black writer. Yeah. And yeah. artist. Or there, I mean, there's small exceptions for not being a black writer writing that, but you can't. <laughs> I got that one. I had a like a black friend in fifth grade once. I'll write about black characters. Like you can't do that. You know. No. You know, so it's kind of tough. You gotta, you gotta immerse yourself in the culture. You gotta do research. You gotta live it. You gotta be friends with it. You gotta love it, right? Like, otherwise, you're like, it's when people are like, yeah, this is what a secret agent would do in my, in my like thing and you don't know anything about secret agents it's just like mm-hmm. you don't know anything about anything why are you writing this like book about secret agents it's yeah definitely. it's disingenuous especially like even even with research i feel like it's like weird for like a white person to write like right stories about racism with that like a racism centric you know right because it's like you, you even like you can't you can't know <laughs> yeah but then so. that's that's not excusing white writers to not include people of color in their books no no right. no it's you know just that I mean? they shouldn't they shouldn't make racism the story no that right they want to tell with their like people of color in their right books, you know and you can you can see that in a lot of team books where they're like yeah yeah john stewart's just the black green lantern or like let's just like write how he voted for obama and like move on like it's weird it is it's disingenuous i think uh with with some of the writing no Um, so i'm glad to see that in static um what was it static static, yeah it's just static uh yeah yeah and then uh i mean icon and rocket season one here uh uh is written by reggie hudlin who wrote black panther he he's my favorite black that's my favorite black panther run is reggie hudlin's run um and like he's written a lot and so he's like just a really good writer and uh i think this book is uh gonna end like it's gonna stick the landing it hasn't finished yet there might be two issues left i think um robin 12 came out as well i don't know who read robin 12 yes who did i did uh what do you think of it danny i really liked it it's setting up obviously for the new um robin event i suppose oh um, yeah Tr- something shadow war Sh- yeah shadow war that's there we go there we go um i liked it um i think the robin run has been really solid although something that really annoyed me was at certain angles his like domino mask didn't go across his nose and like it just like really bothered me for some reason um what do you mean across his nose so like he it was like it was almost like it was two separate like oh. like this yeah that is um, weird and that genuinely like oh kind of like, like on that cover there's a cover that's popping up one of the variant yeah, covers with the green maybe background. i can probably find but it doesn't it doesn't matter but are they trying um, that is that kind of what they're experimenting no, in with other, in other angles it was it was connected it was just like on his side view his like entire nose was oh. out and it was like that i don't know yeah. um who, who am I to say? Who am I to say? Um, but yeah, it was, um, I really enjoyed it. Um, I think it's a good, it was a good setup story for whatever's happening. And I think Damien's been really well developed throughout the series. And I wasn't expecting it. So yeah. Yeah. I, I personally, you know what sold me? I didn't read this. I didn't read this until like issue whatever, whenever Connor Hawk came in. And when I yeah. he- heard that Connor Hawk was in, I'm like, all right, I'm in. I'm in. I need Connor Hawk back. He's 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 yeah. been one of my favorites for so long, uh, and I didn't know how much I loved him until I lost him. 
I think that's yeah. what it was, you know? Um, a lot of great comics came out this week and uh, obviously, uh, well, like uh, uh, Avengers Forever number four seemed like it was the end of it, but uh, it's continuing. So oh. cool. It was the end have of the you, arc, but it seemed like the end. Have you enjoyed Avengers Forever? Yeah, it's a multiversal Avengers thing where there's a multiversal Masters of Evil and and it's really focusing on Robbie Reyes. So if you're a fan of Robbie Reyes, then like he's the all writer. He's the one ghost rider to rule them all kind of thing. Um, he can ride any vehicle and what he learned is that the symbiote is a vehicle in a way so he can control the symbiote oh yeah there's like little like little things like that and so uh it's been cool and i like it and uh uh some people are tired of it of the concept of the avengers and and who's the uh is it jason aaron uh, the writer, yeah. Yeah, so some people just don't like Jason Aaron, and that's fair. I'm no, cool. he's I'm done cool some good him. stuff, and then he's done some like mediocre stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, hey, did you tell us what your least favorite comic of the week was? Oh, um, no, but uh. The least one that I read. The problem is, like, I purposely skipped some boring-looking ones because I didn't want to yeah. didn't want to read it. I guess my least favorite was Villains for Hire number three, but it was still okay read. Yeah, you know, middle, I, I still I still really liked read. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and then Human Target six made me a little queasy, but that was it. You know, um, we are uh, closing in on our time. Was there any final thoughts that you guys wanted to get out before we, we get going? I just built my Lego, my Burkhead Ahsoka. Oh, that's so cute. Thanks. My ADHD needed like something to fidget with. And I'm I didn't with have you. any of my fidgets. So like, I just you. built my little Ahsoka. She's so cute. That's why I have a, I have a spinny chair. Yeah. So it's like the same, it's the same thing. No, so do I. And I try not to like, to spin because yeah. I don't want to look dizzy or make people dizzy. So yeah, I, um, I did a Burkhead. Awesome. Uh, thank um, you. Uh, did you. Oh, did you have final thoughts? No, uh, just that uh, I, one that I wanted to read that I didn't get to was uh, Godzilla versus the Power Rangers. Oh, you didn't get to read it? No, um, but I was, I'm not always into like the characters versus one another, um, but that one just looked like a good, wholesome fun. So I was excited for that one. Okay. Um, and all the Star Wars are always per usual Crimson. Uh, Crimson Rain. Yes, it's been fabulous. So I've been reading. Haven't... I've been reading Crimson Rain also, um, but I've I, I've fallen off of the ongoing stuff. So I need to get back on the ongoing. Yeah, because now stuff. it all is like a tying in more, and so it's it's really good. I've enjoyed all the Chris, all the Crimson Rain. Yeah, and I can't um, I can't uh, express how good just Doctor Afra is as a character, oh. and like. <laughs> You know, I should have said Doctor Afra. I think that one may have been one of my favorite comics oh. this week. Um, I also like the fact that like like uh, uh, she's she's a lesbian, right? Or is she bi? I'm not quite sure, but like I a think lot she's of, a lesbian. Yeah, I, a lot of people uh, relate and and have Doctor Afra as their like you know uh, uh, their like favorite character now, and that's right. awesome. And that's like for one, I always see her as like. Literally, if um, Star Wars met Indiana Jones, I yeah. think that's like Doctor. But then also bad, like she's kind of bad, right? Morally great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, did she, did she work for Darth Vader? Yeah, but yeah. 
she has like some overall her moral compass is like not all on the dark side yeah um but i really think that we're gonna see her because we saw bk in you know the mandalorian i really think we're gonna get yeah. oh uh, i freaked Dr. out when Afra. i saw chrysanthemum i know yeah same. um but i just I am imagining Star Wars fans losing their shit yeah. when they find out that Dr. Afra is like a lesbian. I, I have a theory. There's not even a theory. It's more of a fan casting that is more than likely possible. Palm Clementine as Dr. Afra. She oh. already, you know, uh, she plays Mantis. In, yeah. In, in, you know, uh, but like the fact is she's worked with Taika Waititi before. Uh, uh, Wait, no, she hasn't. She's worked with James Gunn, but then Taika Waititi worked with James Gunn. So I don't know, whatever. The point being is Palm Clemente is kind of in that Disney family now. So hopping from yeah. Marvel to Star Wars, a lot of those people have hopped from Marvel to Star Wars and like she could be one of those people. Um, I would be okay with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the Darth Vader title was really, or I didn't get to read it, but it has been good in the past and I fell off of it. I need to get back it's, it's been good. Yeah. I would continue it, yeah. yeah. This week's was also top tier. Yeah, yeah. Um, thank you, you two, for, for coming on uh, uh, the special anniversary episode. Nothing uh, other than you two being on it, there wasn't any other special fireworks. You two are the fireworks that we uh, You <laughs> are the one who has built this, exactly. this, this little kingdom. kingdom. So the, the kingdom that is. Kingdom. I like it. So you go. But thank you so much for coming on. It's been awesome we've missed a couple weeks we've taken a couple weeks off but for the most part i would say we've done 45 episodes like in a 52 week thing yeah. like i'm i'm if not more that's really impressive that know? is so impressive dude you've been like on top of your busy schedule like you really need to like pat yourself on the back because you're literally yeah. go 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 non-stop and you have been so consistent with it so way to go uh one day it'll pay off uh that's one the day. that's the goal it will uh if either of you are in Anaheim on April 1st, because uh, April 1st to 3rd is WonderCon uh, at Anaheim Convention Center, uh, the key is doing a WonderCon after party on April 1st night, and we're, we're doing a live show, recording a live show with a live audience, um, two live shows, technically, uh, on that night. So we're doing the after party and the show, and uh, it's going to be super fun. Uh, we got a lot of awesome guests coming out. Um, That's exciting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Trevor Reese is is one of them. Uh, weirdly oh, enough, Trevor fun. and I, Trevor and I live cities away from each other, but we've never met in person because we met online during 2020. So, are you serious? You guys have I'll... never met in person. Yeah, he's in LA, and I'm over here near LA, but not quite. I always thought you guys have been like buddies for like years back. I mean, we've been online buddies for years back now, but oh my know. gosh, I like I thought that you guys would you guys just seem like the friends that would hang out and eat pizza. I wish and talk about but we like, met during the pandemic. Talk. What are we gonna do? Oh my you gosh, know? I had no idea. That's gonna yeah. be so exciting for you guys. Uh, so so he's gonna be there at the after party. He's guesting on on one of the one of the two shows. We're doing like two one hour shows. Um, so it's gonna be cool uh and i got a lot of a lot of other special guests coming out to that so that's gonna be cool um but anyone out there who is in the anaheim area april 1st at 9 p.m at brewheim brewery in anaheim uh definitely uh come out and i'll also post a lot of content from wondercon as well so there's gonna be a lot of cool stuff uh ambrosia what is your social media where can we find you what do you got coming up 
Um, you could find me on TikTok at Comics and Cupcakes, as well as Instagram and Twitter at Ambrosia underscore Linda. Um, and if you haven't checked out Scout Comics, check them out because I am uh, I run uh, most of their social media stuff. That's so cool that you do that. Yeah, it's so neat. I love it. Yeah. Uh, Danny, what's your social media? Where can we find you? What do you got coming up? You can find me on TikTok at Danny McGowan with an I. And also on Instagram at Art by Danielle, but with a Y for, you know, added excitement. Is, is Danny short for Danielle? Yeah. Is that what right. Danny That's, L means? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Your Instagram, I just, re I thought your Instagram was confusing and then it got even more confusing. <laughs> I just realized yeah. that the L is for Danielle. Yeah. Like, that's exactly it. But then it's, oh, look at you. It's Danny I, I with a Y that. on that mm -hmm. instead of a Danny with an I as previous. So yeah. um, cool. Just, good thing, you know, good thing we have it displayed here for the live stream. Exactly, exactly. Know? Just, you know, make things really as like chaotic as, uh, as possible. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you're watching the live stream out there, you are watching us on volume.com slash show, twitch.tv slash show, and youtube.com slash thekeeg. Wherever you are watching us, please like, uh, subscribe, follow, click the bell, uh, uh, do you guys' thing. It was awesome to see you guys out there. We got Albert Loves Comics out there, aggressively relaxing out there, JJ's comic stuff out there. Uh, so thank you guys so much for watching. Wherever you guys are, digest us however you want to digest us. And we also have the podcast, in case you love podcasts. Uh, maybe you're listening to this podcast right now. Uh, you can find The Keeg on, on any of these podcast places, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio. We're on uh, like at least five of them. So uh, definitely let, let us know if we're on another one that I don't know about, because um, it'd be cool to know that. But we do release these episodes uh, as podcasts as well. If you're watching a podcast, listening to a podcast, whatever, give us a review, help us out. Um, talking about helping us out, you can go to patreon.com slash the Keeg show. You can find, uh, if you want to donate to the Keeg and help us uh, create some more shows, I got a lot of cool ideas coming up, um, but we do need the funding for it. So kind of like PBS, uh, it's made in part by viewers like you. Uh, find a tier that works for you. There's tiers as, as uh, donation tiers as small as $5 a month. Um, so definitely uh, just check it out. See if there's anything you might like on there and uh, so on and so forth. If you want to find a comic shop that is near you, go to comicshoplocator.com and find a comic shop near you. Find the right vibe. There's no chains for comics, not really. So each comic book uh, shop is owned by a different person. They're going to be staffed by different people. And you want to find the one that uh, fits you and your personality, your wants, your desires, so on and so forth. So comic shop locator to at least give you some of those options as well. Um, other than that, you can find The Keeg Show on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at The Keeg Show. So definitely go follow us there. And that's probably the easiest way to keep track of our schedule. We're also on Facebook and we have an event invite for the April 1st uh, after party. So uh, all in all, thank you guys so much uh, for watching. Thank you so much, Ambrosia and Danny, for coming on the show. You two are always awesome. Thanks for Thank having us. Uh, once again, I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira, and this has been another episode of Comic Talk. Take care, everybody.
Super 